coming to you from the pit in Royal Grande, California. Your hosts, John Hackleman and Dr. James Casper. It's time for Pitmaster and the Doc. Hey guys, Pitmaster here. I'm here with the Doc. John, good to see you. Good to see you. We're going to talk about all things martial arts, fitness, self-defense. Um, I am going to New York tomorrow at 6 a.m., Terrible time to fly. Get to the airport. That means you got to get to the airport like at 4.30. It's such a freaking hassle. But I'm excited because uh, Glover's fighting. Are you a morning person? I've never yeah. seen you to be a morning person. No, I'm not. No. I'm like... You're like I'm, rolling out of bed at 10 a.m. That, I, uh, that's exaggerating <laughs> a little. I usually get up, honestly... Maybe that's just when we work out on Saturday. Yeah, I usually get up um, on weekends. Week, Yeah, on weekends, I usually get up at 9.00. Eight or nine, um, and during the week I usually get up uh, seven because I have to. If I didn't have to, it'd be eight. But anyway, um, so Glover's fighting Clark, Carl Robertson. Um, he fe- he's filling in for somebody else fell out, so he's basically taking the fight on about a week and a half notice. Um, uh, he's I think he's usually a middleweight. Um, but he's fighting Glover. Um, he's seven to one. He's a southpaw. I think he'll. I think he'll definitely be a good challenge for Glover. But um, I think he'll be a good challenge for Glover. But I think Glover. I don't know. I think it's Glover has a little too much. But anyway, so that's that's why I'm going to New York. So I'll be in New York from tomorrow. When you go to the UFC, like if the camp, like if somebody's fighting on Saturday. The camp goes on Tuesday, and the reason they do that is because they want all the press for the for the fighter. They want to get them, you know, all make sure they have their their medicals are all done and they're all legal and everything's ready. So they everybody that is fighting Saturday arrives at the venue on Tuesday. So we all have to arrive in New York on Tuesday, and then Glover starts his. You know, they have the media day. They have interviews. They have doctor stuff, they have medical, um, then they fit you all with the camp, the camp and the fighter with, uh, the clothes, all the Reebok stuff, um, so we go over Tuesday, and the fight is Saturday, and we're gonna stay an extra day, so we can go all over and check out, we're staying in Manhattan, the fight's in Brooklyn, so we're gonna go all over, hang out, I'm gonna go to my old, I'm gonna go where I was born, I was born in, Kew Gardens, New York, um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go by there and just see my the old apartment I was born in, and right in that apartment, there was a lady named Genovese, Kitty Genovese, Genovese, and she died, and I guess like it was it was a movie or maybe it wasn't a movie, but it was a book called Thirty Three Witnesses, because I guess while she was getting stabbed, they Somebody... Oh, so she didn't die. She died. She was killed. She was murdered, yeah. She okay. was murdered, and there was a, apparently 33 people that nobody called the cops. I don't know if that's really accurate. It, it makes the better na- name for the book, but, like, my dad got home at, like, 
in the middle of the night because my dad was a reporter. He was actually a reporter for the Associated Press in New York, and he was crime a crime reporter. So he would go out at night and do a lot of the crime stuff, um, and then he would write about it. And I guess he got home late, and he actually heard some some um, <clears throat> something going on outside, but he just he didn't think it was anything, and he went to sleep. So. I think that was, I don't think there's like 30, they tried to make it like 33 people and, you know, everybody just shut their eyes and shut the window and, and ignored it. And that's not the way it was. I think it was more like, you know, I mean, it's New York. So I think they just thought that the people were arguing or something, they went to sleep. But So is that when it was time to move? <laughs> that happened outside of your house? It happened right outside of our apartment in I think I think the apartment was forty four Austin Street, Kew Gardens, in Queens, New York. That was Queens. Yeah. So, um, no, actually, my dad was a sports writer. He went. He went after he wrote for the Crime Page after college. He went to journalism. He got his degree in journalism from Columbia. Um, he went to West Point before that, um, and then he went to Columbia, and then he became a journalist. And he wrote for the Associated Press. And then his buddy got a job in Hawaii writing for the Honolulu Star Bulletin. I was like four years old at the time. So he got a job. He brought him over because they were like best friends in New York. So he got a job in, in, in Hawaii and he, uh, he helped my dad get a job there. So my dad moved there when I was like four. And he ended up being the sports editor for the local paper in Hawaii. Um, so that's, that's where I grew up. And so uh, when did you move out of New York? Uh, oh, yeah, I was like four years old, so like 60, 64. Weird. You know what I, how old I was when I moved out of New York? Oh. Four. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> My weird. dad was a state trooper. Yeah. In New York. And, uh, I was upstate, born right? upstate. But both my family was from the Bronx on both sides, but they, they were, lived in upstate New York. My dad was a trooper and then he got into law school and moved us out to uh, Arizona when I was four. Yeah. They're both New York, native New Yorkers. Wow, and they I, both moved us out know. early. Got us. Well, it sounds like you guys got out at a... <laughs> it sounds like a good thing. Someone stabbed yeah, multiple but, times outside your apartment. We yeah, lived but, in upstate New York. We lived like in the country. Hey, wait, what about Beverly Hills? Where did, where did OJ kill his people? I mean, people die in nice neighborhoods too. The Menendez brothers. I mean, people die in nice neighborhoods. I don't think it was a really bad neighborhood. It was it was a middle class working blue collar neighborhood, Queens, New York, Kew Gardens. But it just so happened there was some crazy guy and he stabbed some some girl at a train station at like four or five in the morning or something. And the book was called uh, Thirty Three Witnesses. I remember hearing about that and about the psychology. I think they teach about that in psychology classes. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember how everybody wants to. Like, pretend it's not happening and ignore it. Well, I don't want to get involved. I studied engineering in college, but they force you to take so many credits outside of your major to well to make you well-rounded. But I remember taking psychology or something and them talking about that. I think that's like a case study in why nobody does... Everybody thinks someone else will call or no one wants to get involved or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Anyway. So you're going to visit the site of the stabbing. So I'm, right. I'm actually going to so, go back and see my old apartment. Okay. 44 Austin Street. Whoever's living there, if you're watching. 44 Austin Street, Kew Gardens, and it's in Queens. So we're going to go over there. We're going to go see, we're going to go see, uh, you know, 
uh, Empire State Building. We're gonna see the we're gonna see the Statue of Liberty. We're gonna go see Times Square. We're, I'm bringing my wife and 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 we're gonna go visiting. I'm bringing my uh, uh, the wife's gonna go and and we're gonna make it. We're gonna make a trip of it, and then uh, I'll be back. So. It's gonna. It's a pretty good card. the The main card we got Glover's starts it off. Then we got Paige Van Zandt. Go, before you go on to the card, so how do the open workouts work when you're at the UFC? They give him a time that he has to show up, and you'll go there with him. How does that work? Yeah, they. When you get there, it's the UFC. It's like everything is organized. They give you an itinerary for the trainers, for the for the for the uh, for the fighter what they have to do, where they have to be every minute. And um, so they tell you where the open workout will be, where your physicals will be, where your media day will be, if there's a post, uh, a pre-fight uh, conference, you know. Whatever you have to do, it's on the sheet. And so you'll know where you have to be. So on media day and the open workouts, that's all already, it's, it's already written out right now, I'm sure. And we'll, we'll, uh, so we'll know when to do it. So I'll go hold mitts and all that. So they do that for the fans to come watch these guys work out? Uh, mainly for the fans and the press. The press is always there and they like to, I think it's a little of both. It's for the fans and the press. But, you know, there's a lot of videos going on. So that, that should be interesting. Um, who's Dustin Ortiz? Yeah, Paige Van Zandt's fighting... Uh, Rachel Ostervance. Um, I don't know much about that fight. I don't really know either one of them, um, to tell you the truth. Uh, they're on the main card of a, of a UFC fight, though. They must, they must be pretty darn good. Because then we got guys like Glover Teixeira. Joseph Benavides is fighting. I don't know Dustin. Uh, I don't know who Dustin Ortiz is. Do you? No. No. So He's actually ranked. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that should be interesting. Yeah, he's eighth, and Joseph is three. This guy, the uh, Gregor Gillespie, he's that like that crazy wrestler from. I don't even know where he trains out of. He's fighting Yancey, our guy Yancey, who was on our show. Uh, he's twelve and zero. Um, I don't know where he trains out of. I think he might be out of AKA. Does it just say where he's out of? He might be out of AK, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, that should be interesting. Who's he? Oh, yeah, we haven't seen him fight in a while. Yeah, when's his last one? He fought a year ago. Oh, he did? I wonder, yeah. did he get injured or something? I don't know. Because he was like right on. Uh, he's 12 and 0. Yeah, I bet you he's out of AK. I'm not 100% sure. I, I don't love this new UFC website. It's, uh, this is light on information. Is it? Yeah. But <clears throat> what's Yancey's 15 and 5? Yeah. That should be interesting. We haven't seen Yancey fight in a while either. Yeah. I'll mm -hmm. look up his last fight. But. That should be interesting. I mean, I don't know. Uh, all right. So yeah, we get that. He hasn't fought in about a year, also. Wow. When he fought um, Cowboy Cerrone. Okay. That's the one he lost, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So. Um, so enough of that. Let's let's go on to oh, this is the first UFC on ESPN, huh? Is that is that it? This is the first fight on. Is I this the first we a, one? We had a fight already. This on year. ESPN. It wasn't on ESPN. I know this is the one on ESPN though. 
So it's a big fight. They're Cejudo's fighting Dillashaw. Yeah. That yeah. should get some views on ESPN. Yeah, yeah. I don't know the Greg Hardy one. I, I don't know if that will. I don't know this opponent. But yeah, Henry Cejudo versus TJ Dillashaw. That's a, that's a, that's a pay-per-view level fight. Like, I mean. They're both got belts. They go to they. That's it. That's extreme. Is that for a title though? Fly, oh, it's a flyweight title. Wow, this is gonna be interesting stuff. Um, so it's weird how there's some. You got you got Yancey, you got Joseph Benavides, but they threw in a bunch of people that you don't know too much about. You got Paige Van Zant and it should be. What is Daniel's Danny uh, Donald Cerrone's fighting? Oh, I didn't know that. No. Yeah, he is. He's always fighting. Is he seriously fighting yes. on this? Not on the main card. No. Wow, he, he's on a prelim card. Yeah, he just he'll take anything. He'll fight <laughs> anyone anywhere. Is he really? He'll he'll fight anyone. He'll fight like mid air. Like he'll jump out of a plane <laughs> and fight someone. Can you imagine if they had a fight like with the parachutes and they were they were fighting? Not allowed to grab or tie up the parachute, but you just fight each other on the way down. That would be interesting. No, too much. Too much info. <laughs> okay. All right, so main card. That's that's yeah. Uh, it's on ESPN Plus. This is their first. That's gonna be interesting. I'm interested to see the way they set this up. Even though it didn't really yeah. change that much when, uh, you know, when um, when you know when Fox took it over, it didn't really change that much, or it didn't change that much when you know when Zufa sold it. Um, so it. it I don't know. I think I think with um, with Dana White at the helm, it's just he's the power. I mean, he's. I don't think it changes. I think if he goes someday, I think it'll change. But right now, I think he he still he keeps he keeps the brand pretty tight. I think he does a damn good job at it. The brand is very tight. So that's all I gotta say about that. All right, so what else we want so to talk about? How do you about? think this fight's going to go, the main fight on this card with Henry Cejudo? Um, he's a rest, he's an Olympic wrestler, right? Yeah. But he's also a really good boxer. Um, I, I really don't know. I, I would never bet on this fight. Um, and Dillashaw's, you know, he's fighting under on a weight class. Yeah. He's the favorite. Yeah, I could see why. He's a minus 200 favorite in that fight. I could see why. I think in some of the recent fights, I think TJ just shows a lot more um, explosiveness and movements and 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 improvements. I, I, if I, I wouldn't bet against him in this fight. That's but you sure. don't know how he's going to look fighting a flyweight. Nah. Yeah, I just, I, I'm just not going to bet against him. He's, he's got too much going on. And I don't know how much I don't know how how hard of a time he has making um, a lightweight. So yeah, I, I have no idea. No weird. Yeah, so he has to. He's really dropping ten pounds. Yeah, he fights at thirty five. Nice fighting at twenty five. That's a big. That's a big drop. That's a big percentage. Percentage wise, percentage wise, that's a big drop. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see how he looks if he looks as dynamic as he does in his usual weight class, having to come down to one twenty five. That's that. Why would he do that? What if he's that? He looks so thin already. I saw an interview. He said he had a the, the UFC brought him in to shut down the uh, <laughs> to shut down the flyweight class. I guess he's just talking trash to Cejudo. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, that'd be interesting because he was so thin already at 135. It's, it's going to be interesting to see him cutting down to 25. That's like 35 already. You're pretty damn skinny. And now all of a sudden going down to flyweight, it's weird. Yeah, it's really weird. It's weird that it's weird that uh, featherweight is is more is is higher than uh, isn't it? It's higher than what and than lightweight, right? What's next after lightweight? It's, well, they're flyweight. These guys, right? But then, yeah, it's weird how it's it's like got boxing names. The weights got boxing names, but they're not. They don't really coordinate very well with what boxing is like the flyweight and you know flyweight's 112 in boxing and in mma it's 125 which is actually featherweight in in boxing so then 135 is what lightweight is in boxing is is i think it's bantamweight and bantamweight in boxing is 118 it's just crazy but anyway i'm confused i'm confused already (laughs) All right, let's talk about, let's talk about, um, we talked about the difference between street fighting and, and, and self-defense before, but let's talk about two things, how to train for a street fight versus training for a sport fight. That's number one. Number two, how do you psych yourself up for a, a street fight versus psyching yourself up? For a sport fight. I get asked that a lot. That one I get asked a lot. How do you have to psych yourself up for a street fight? You're not talking about self-defense? I, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's, there's different levels of self-defense. Sometimes you, there's no psyching out because, boom, it happens right now. But sometimes you, you do have to psych yourself out. Somebody's doing something to your woman or somebody's doing something and they're coming to get you. So sometimes there could be a matter of seconds, which seems like minutes, or a, min- or a matter of minutes, which seems like hours, before somebody you know, starts the aggression versus when it actually starts. So sometimes there is. It's a, sh- it's a shorter psyching out uh, period as opposed to an eight-week camp where you're psyching out the whole time. So there's a big difference between psyching up for a street fight and psyching up for a, uh, a sport fight. And there isn't much difference in training for a street fight versus training for a sport fight. Um, and let's talk about that first. First of all, both, uh, both are different but the same. In, in other words, in, in, if, if you're training for a street fight or you're training for you know, self-defense versus training for a sport fight, almost all the techniques are interchangeable at our gym. We don't do a bunch of, like, fancy stuff where we're doing stuff that wouldn't work in the street or in a sport. So you're just training them for whatever reason. Our stuff, like, and most gyms nowadays, the stuff is, is interchangeable. A left hook will knock you out in the street. It'll lock you out in the sport. A double leg takedown will take you down the street versus the sport. Versus, you know, sport. You want to be able to defend a takedown in the street versus the sport. Um, the only difference really is um, the visualization when you're training. Like when I used to train for a sport, every time I'm hitting the bag, I'm, I'm visualizing my next opponent. 
um, when I'm working, when I'm jogging or, or running, I'm visualizing being in shape in the 10th round for my opponent. Now, I'm not fighting in, the, in sport anymore, so every time I train, I'm visualizing somebody trying to hurt me and how I would hurt them or stop them from hurting me. So that's, that's the main difference is your mindset while you're training. The techniques are all the same um, for the most part. Um, and the intensity is the same because in a street fight is super intense and a sport fight is super intense. So I don't know, like when you're training, what, like when you're hitting the bag, what, what do you, what are you visualizing? Well, I, going back to that part though, the, how intense they are for me, I don't know how long street fights last, but any fight I've ever seen doesn't last very long. If you're training to fight a five-round fight in MMA, it's probably different. You need to be trained to fight 25 minutes. I don't know. I'm asking yeah. you. but Not really. But Not street really. fights don't seem like they're going to last 25 minutes. No. But but my fight team training is about an hour, and my my my, my gym, you know, my... my um, my martial arts class is about now. But it seems like in some in professional fighting, you see guys conserving their energy more, you know, energy management, like conserving your energy so they're not gassed out later. Whereas if you do that in a street fight where you're defending your life, that may not go so well. You're not like pacing yourself in a street fight, I would imagine. Yeah. Yes and no. Um, I've, I've been in street fights where I've clinched and I've held and I've, you know, I, the guys moved and... And there's been a little break, and a fight is a fight. Intense, the intensity go, goes like crazy. It's a different level of adrenaline dump, but it's not a difference in 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 how hard you're pushing your own body. And I think I think training for uh, I think if you train for a two minute uh, street fight where you're trying to defend your life, or a fifteen minute fight. I think the overall net is the same. I think, I think you're, it's, there's more intensity in the street fight when it comes to the adrenaline, and there's a little, there's a little bit longer in the, in the sport fight, but I, but I think this training is the same. I don't, I don't think it's different for either. Um, so with that said, like a sprinter um, is able to run a marathon. He's just not going to run it competitively. Um, a marathon runner who doesn't train for sprints, won't be able to sprint like a sprinter. So to me, sprinting and, and the high-intensity uh, interval training that we do would carry you the same for, for, like if I was training, if you guys were training for a fight, you would train the same way, only instead of two days a week, you'd be doing that four days a week. But the training in and of itself, your conditioning wouldn't change. So that's that would be the only thing that's different uh, in a martial arts school. Usually the class are twice a week, maybe three, but usually twice. And a fight team usually trains at least four days a week, sometimes five. So, so that's how that goes. I mean, because I've done both, and and you, you train the intensity is about the same. The mindset is a little different. So, like I said. When I'm in the bag, I'm visualizing somebody trying to hurt me, and I'm trying to stop them from hurting me. When I was training for fights, I was trying to stop my opponents so I would get the, um, I would get the, you know, the win. The main difference is, in a street fight, 
your 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 only goal is to go home safe, and in a sport fight, your goal is to you know win a trophy, win a medal, win a belt, or win more money. Well, and I think that might be different about your school versus some other ones is you're training people with techniques that will work in the street. Yeah, they'll work in the cage too or in professional fighting, but the techniques that you're teaching us are t- techniques you can take with you yeah. to defend yourself. Yeah, and that's what and that's what the main that's what my main uh goal is is to train people to defend their life in the street. So I don't like for my belt class, I don't teach them techniques that wouldn't work in the street. But then um on the fight team, I probably do. There's some stuff I'd rather not do in the street. And 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 for the um, for for my for my uh, Hawaiian Kemba class, there are some things that we work on that you couldn't use in in a sport fight, like some of the eye gouging stuff and and some you know some of that kind of stuff. That's illegal stuff that in in the well, yeah. in, <laughs> it still gets used unless you yeah. <laughs> well, you know what. It, it's not supposed to be used, but it's proven. It's proven in, um, in, in sport. It's proven that an eye, eye jab, an eye gouge, or, or an eye jab will work. You it'll see, end a fight. It'll end a fight. It you know? proven last week or two weeks ago. It'll end a fight, yeah. So it's been proven. You know, biting's been proven, uh, how effective it is. Eye gouging's been proven, how effective that certain is. certain fighters that are known for that, too, yeah. in the cage. And there was the, the eye gouging we talked about last time from a kick. With a toe! That, that fight is now being contested by the fighter that lost. How can it lost. be contested? That's, it, it, you it, can test anything. Yeah, I know, but... Um, I don't know if it'll stand up. It's weird, because I want to I wanna try to get uh, Big John on that one. Yeah, get his opinion. Yeah, it, 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 if something's not illegal, you can't, somebody can't do it, and then you say it's illegal. Well, you're going to be on a trip. Go find out. Go get some answers. Oh, I'll get, I'll get to the bottom of this, but <laughs> I feel terrible for Kat Zingano. I think she's one of, the, she's one of my favorite uh, female fighters by far, but I just don't see how it could be illegal. It's like if it's not illegal, like you can't just make up something and say, well, I don't like it. It hurt, so it should be illegal. I mean, it's 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 specified. There can't be fingers to the eye. There, I don't think there's a rule. I'm going to find out for sure that says there there there's no toe in the eye. Yeah, I haven't seen anyone purposely do that or seemingly trying to do that. If you can purposely, if you can actually <laughs> purposely do that, you're fucking good. I, you're fucking good. If you can purposely toe kick somebody in the eye and eye gouge them. Knowing it's legal. Well, it's the difference good. between though kicking someone in the liver with your leg versus with your toes. I mean, if you're trying to kick someone in the face, you can try to kick them. Those up kicks too are the same way. They're with your front of your foot. Um, but that was more of a roundhouse kick, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but you point, yeah. But but uh, normally you'd kick someone with a roundhouse kick. Maybe not with your toes in the face. Yeah, I mean, you usually kick with the instep or the shin, but. A lot of karate guys use the ball of their foot, and that would that would, I mean, so that would mean the 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 toes are going that way. But I've just never heard of it before. I'm gonna I'm gonna get to the bottom of it. If anybody out there knows for sure, please uh, please uh, message us about that. All but right. anyway, so I'll be at New York next week. If there's anything you want me to ask any of the fighters, if you guys write it as a message, I will do it. All right, so you can message me, text me, tweet me, uh, Facebook message me, 
email me or whatever, I will ask whoever you want that's going to be there. I'll ask them any question you want. So let us know. Nice. Well, I'll, I'll think of something for you. All right. All right, John. Bye, well, have a good trip. Thank you. Have I'll fun. S- it's 6 a.m. at the airport. Oh, my God. No, we <laughs> leave fun. at 6. I'll have fun at 4.30. Yeah, about 4.15. That sounds early. All right, brother. Thanks. All right, man. Have a good right. trip. See you next week.